With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This Chicken Nick podcast is brought to you by our sponsor, FNBO. FNBO offering new Husker Visa debit cards. A few options to choose from. And as a Husker fan card holder, you're automatically entered to win VIP experiences, tickets, and behind-the-scenes opportunities to Husker sporting events. Open a checking account, free checking, no monthly service fee, no minimum deposit. They've been around for more than 160 years. It's FNBO. Visit FNBO.com slash Chicken Nick for more info. FNBO, member FDIC. Served by Melanie Para. This time it's in. Pass made. Jack back right side. Crosey for the match. She did it. They did it. Can you believe it? Jacob wins. Received a tweet late Saturday night saying Jacob wins. Um, I mean, Huskers win. We're ruining a lot of aspects of sports viewing. If we keep this up, people don't understand. The original show lasted three years. Not very long at all. If we keep this up now at this pod, we are going to slowly but surely ruin everything because there's going to be a way to connect every little thing to some stupid little joke from this stupid little podcast you know yeah i mean like i i tweeted out an interview i did with bryce young yeah at the heisman trophy ceremony and one of the responses i get and i got it a couple times was you're pretty good at asking questions aren't you wow, you're pretty good at asking questions aren't you <laughs> everything everything's just Insert drop, insert show response. I know. I don't know what to do with myself here and with with this show because a part of me loves it. A part of me feels bad for what we're doing. But we got a lot to talk about here. There's a lot to talk about. A lot of nonsense to talk about. about. Uh, Did you – well, I guess you were busy. So this Heisman, this – you were there doing radio – now, you had not done this before, or have you? Not there. This right. is the first time I was at the Heisman ceremony in the building. Right. Uh, a couple of years ago when we did a Heisman show and interviewed Joe Burrow after he won and all that, we were back in our own. We weren't on site. So I was. I guess that's what I'm saying. I, I didn't phrase yeah. that right. Like, that's the first time you had done, you had done it yeah. from the event. Yeah. Was it, could you feel like it was, it was not, you know. What did you go to Wicked on the Bills' first game? It was not Wicked. It was not Wicked. It was, it was in a New York uh, theater. Well, kind of a theater. Uh, they do like a lot of music shows there, and it's an unbelievable backdrop. But yeah, we walked in, and 
Chris Fowler was doing some rehearsals and Marty Smith and Tim got to meet meet Tim Tebow for the first time. Gave Marty Smith a hold a bro on. Whoa, hug you you we, met your boy. I mean, you had some Tebow well, I mean, fever for a while. I I had a Tebow fever for a while. Um, <laughs> you have Tebow antibodies. You did an ant. You had the Tebow virus. They checked your antibodies, and you were positive for them. They gave me a RPO test. I mean, a PCR test. <laughs> and uh, I was walking in with Harry Douglas, uh, my co-host, and and Tim recognized Harry. And then I said, "Hey, Tim, match." Oh, you know, you know, given the yeah, you know, we oh go yeah, yeah, and, yeah, 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 huge fan, huge fan. Name one thing I've done. You're like, ah, that's not important. <laughs> By the way, that spit take that you just did, we will have uh, something on that in a little bit. Oh, no. But uh, he he looks like he does 800 push-ups and then wakes up. Really? The like that. He is so swole and big. I'm like. Gosh, he must not have any kids. And he doesn't. Yeah, right, exactly. You got time to bench press and curl and lat pull downs and all sorts of things. <laughs> That's right. You know? I don't I don't the only reason I don't do that is because I'm a devoted father. I just don't have <laughs> yeah, time. Sure, yeah. Chick was swole so, from two thousand from two thousand to two thousand ten. Homeboy was getting his lat pull down game right. But I tell you what, I was at uh, Urban Active Fitness, and people knew me by name. This, the chubby one. Eh, oh yes. The ch- <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. So, there, I've, I've like just two. You you talked to Kenny Pickett. Yes. Now, selfishly, I would have wanted to not talk about his season. His what this just being. You in, wanted I, to talk about Mark Whipple. I yeah, would have wanted. Yeah. Ten minutes on Whipple and what he's going to do at Nebraska. Who just did? Did you get? Could give me even if you got to make something up. You know, don't give me that. Don't shake your head. Make something up to make these Husker fans that want something to latch on to. Give us make something up about Pickett and Whipple. He said, "I asked him, is he going to deliver Nebraska a national championship?" And he said, "Yes." And that okay. was about okay. All right, thanks for giving us something. That's at least something. So you know, a national championship is something. We took our pictures afterwards, you know, did that, and then it, your mind's going out of the next thing. And now that you mention it, I should have just said, "Hey, you know, I, I do a podcast in Nebraska. What should I say about Mark Whipple?" Come on, man. What should I say about the whip? What should I say about the whiplash offense? That's what it is. That's what you should have. You, you let everybody know. You're usually pretty amazing in that everybody you talk to. Who you had Amon Green on your show, and you worked in a Nebraska football question to Amon Green. You always find a way to work in Nebraska, and you got swept up in the pageantry of the Heisman Trophy like it's some big deal, <laughs> and you forgot where you came from. You forgot where you came from. You forgot the four hundred two. What I should have done. Hey, congratulations on being a Heisman finalist. Uh, we only have time for, you know, we only have a few seconds here because Bryce Young is waiting and we got to get him in. So I'll ask you the question everyone here wants to know as I cast the wide net. Uh, how do you think Mark Whipple's going to do it in Nebraska? <laughs> Could you imagine? That's amazing. <laughs> 
Could you imagine? And then in the in the ears, the producer going, "What are you doing? What do you what What are you asking about that for?" Yeah, calm down, guys. This is gonna kill two birds for me. We're gonna get it. All right, just let me do my thing. It's too bad. I mean, that's like on the red carpet. You imagine Michael Severe working the red carpet at like the Oscars. Oh, no. Steven Spielberg comes up for his. Nomination with Jurassic Park, and he's like, yeah, 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 yeah. I want to talk about the T-Rex, but first of all, uh, let's go back to the movie in 1987. How come she didn't get naked in the bucket seats? Did she get naked in the bucket seats? Was there some deleted scenes where she got naked in the bucket seats? Yeah, yeah, did she get naked in the bucket seats? Did she go to humancollege.com and get naked in the bucket seats? Director's kind of there. Yeah, yeah, did she get naked in the bucket seats? I want Michael Severe to work the red carpet from here on out at every single Oscar award ceremony and all he does is ask various directors <laughs> actors actresses about any sort of actress getting naked into bucket seats <laughs> he with tom cruise yeah tom cruise, it, it, tom cruise tom cruise you 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 did a few good men with demi moore and demi moore did strip tease did you get naked into bucket seats did you think about getting naked into bucket seats in these sort of that's what needs to happen <laughs> Yeah, yeah, did she get naked in the bucket seats? Did she go to humancollege.com and get naked in the bucket seats? <laughs> By the way, I did listen to uh, when he was, <laughs> when Michael was on on Sportsmanlike <laughs> Conduct a couple of weeks ago, and he did a, um, they had him do, <laughs> do a little appearance because he had watched stuff that they had seen or that they were asking about or something to that effect. Uh, let me find this. Here, to to that segment. This was. So I'll play this here from a phone. You play again for me. All right. So they had Michael Sphere on at, for with Kent Walgamot, and uh, here was here was the first like thirty seconds. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it's good to have Michael Severe back on the program as part of Kent's Movie Club. And we say hello for the first time in several weeks to Kent Walgamot of the Lincoln Journal Star. Hello, Kent. Hello, Mr. Severe. Long time. Kent, who is naked in the movie, bro? <laughs> <laughs> naked people in the movie. That's all I want to know. Not in this one, man. Come get the dogs. Not in this one. Darn it. I thought Jessica but, was getting those balls Opening off. today is... <laughs> and, then, and then they go through some... He totally leaned into it. <laughs> I love they didn't even warm up to it. No. Michael went no. right into it. <laughs> he tweeted out severe if you go to severe's twitter account he tweeted out like what are the movies that you've seen mo the most times in your life and he tweeted out a list of 10 and then i responded from the chicken nick account saying a lot of clothes in those movies And then he went down. He talked about a couple. No, no. Oh, yeah. He said opening scene in Jaws. He was talking about Demi Moore. Another movie. <laughs> oh, oh, man. So and I don't know if. So funny. I think we have. Do we do Kent David Justice with. David Justice. With how. Or we can go Travis Justice. Whatever you want to do. It's up to For you. For what it's worth. We could even go Justice Suing. Talking about Big Ten basketball here, but oh, uh, that is our impression even close with Kent that we do with him. I mean, do you think is it? I think it's close. I'm not totally well, sure. I mean, let me here. Let's listen. Paul Verhoeven, who made Basic Instinct among others, has a 
lesbian nun, 17th century uh, French picture out called Bernadette. Yeah. Thank you. Okay, all right. See, that's that's part. You you remember you remember that old movie. <laughs> but I love how it's become we. It's you remember and you reference like an all time movie, and it gets you excited about. Ooh, okay, this is gonna be good. But then it's some obscure. Thing, obscure thing that then lets you down about. It. That's right. You remember that movie Heat? Oh yeah, yeah. Well, the director did three other movies in 1974. They weren't rated well, but one of those went straight to blockbuster, and it. All right. Oh my God. Uh, oh so man. You remember Leonardo uh, DiCaprio and What's Eating Gilbert Grape? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the <laughs> the guy that finished fourth in the casting for that character, he's the lead actor in this movie. You're like, okay, well, I mean, what? <laughs> remember Tom Hanks? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's still alive. Of course. Yeah. Remember that movie Turner and Hooch? Oh, yeah, yeah. You remember that old man that died on the docks? <laughs> he was murdered. He, yeah, 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 that guy. He had a grandkid <laughs> who was in a commercial back in 87. <laughs> that kid's mom <laughs> was in a remake to Fried Green Tomato. What? Okay, so who? Right. What? I don't know whether I'm excited about this movie or not. Okay, we've spent too much time talking about this. All right. Okay, All right, what so anyway. about? Yeah, so hi, uh, yada, yada, yada. You talked to Kenny Pickett. You didn't give us anything. You yada, yada, where yada. You came from. Didn't, uh, we made Kenny laugh. We made Bryce laugh. We just made people laugh. We just got no inter- We We didn't get any pertinent information out of well, no, it. Hey, I mean, can CJ you believe- Stroud. I like CJ Stroud. Uh, Kenny Pickett said, uh, you know, I asked him if he's going to play in his bowl game. He said he's going to make the decision this week. Okay. Those kind of things. So you're saying you like um, C- you like CJ Stroud a lot? I like Rex Burkhead a lot. Yeah, I do. Okay. Uh, good dude. Uh, but hey, hold on. You asked Bryce Young about the 24-hour rule, and was he seriously? He was with Nick Saban and bounced it off. Like that's a per- that's a moment. That's a thing. All the people was, uh, at ESPN had have been like this. Boy, this Matt Schick guy. He's pretty good at asking questions, isn't he? Wow, you're pretty good at asking questions, aren't you? This is what I. This is after we had Bryce Young. They all sat down one at a time before the ceremony, and then afterwards, uh, Bryce Young called in because I guess he was they, you know, usher him out, and he's got to do the circuit and everything. But uh, he called back in, and uh, I asked him a very thought-provoking question. Bryce, it's the 24-hour rule after winning a game. What's the rule for winning a Heisman? Uh, that's a great question. Coach, is there a 24 hour rule for, for winning the Heisman? He had to ask the old Saint got, Nick. I got, I got, yeah, I'm, I'm with Coach. Right? I got the, I got the, I got the okay for, for, yeah, I got the okay for, for the 24 hours. Did, did Coach Nick just tell you you got a little bit more than 24? Is that what he just said? A little bit, but, you know, we'll see how that, how that changes over time. 
That's, that's amazing. Yeah, he might change Gotta his mind love tonight. Coach Nick Saban. Hey, good exactly. luck against Cincinnati. Congratulations. Thanks for doing this. Thank you. I really appreciate that. Oh, you know what? I I didn't catch this. You know what I did there at the end? Exactly. Against Cincinnati. Congratulations. Thanks for doing this. Oh, shoot. I did the thanks for doing this. Yeah, look at you. Do you do you, you remember you remember when you remember when we we did the thanks for doing this during Scott Frost with that with that Zoom press conference that we made fun of all the reporters for saying thanks for doing this. Thanks, Coach. We'll go to questions. Um, so just a reminder: unmute yourself if uh, if I call on you. Uh, first question: KETB Andy Kendi. Hey, Coach. Thanks for doing this. Uh, next question, uh, Lincoln Journal star, Parker Gabriel. Hey, Scott. Uh, thanks for doing this. Omaha World Herald, Sam McEwen. Scott, thanks for doing this. Brian Christofferson, Nebraska 24-7. Hey, Scott, thanks for doing this. Uh, Steve Sipple, Lincoln Journal star. Hi, Scott, thanks for doing this. Got time for two or three more. Um... K-L-I-N, Caleb Henry. Hey, Scott, thanks for doing this. Just a reminder, if you have a question, go ahead and put it in the chat that you want to ask a question. Next one from Mitch Sherman of The Athletic. Thanks, Scott. Back to Steve Sipple, Lincoln Journal star. Hey, Scott, I love you. <laughs> okay, that's not... <laughs> a lot of thanks well, for doing this. I did that as well. They... Why aren't people following the the lead of our good friend at Big Ten Media Days with over here and I right with uh, Paul here? That's how you the, the guy that asked the question about the secondary to Joe Paul. That's you don't he didn't say thanks for You're doing right. this. He went right into it. You're right over here on our right with uh, Paul here. Hi, Coach. Some of the experts are pretty high in your secondary. What are your feelings on that group? Are you optimistic about them? About who's this? <laughs> <laughs> That's when you knew the game had passed him by. About who's this? About who's this? Hi, coach. Hi, coach. Over here on our right with uh, Paul here. Hi, coach. Some of the experts are pretty high in your secondary. What are your feelings on that group? Are you optimistic about them? About who's this? Okay, I got to get it together, right. dog. All right, let's get it together here. All right. All right, what else did you want to talk about? Yeah, so Heisman Ceremony yeah, is a lot of fun. That's great. Good. You had, I heard you had a great, great game Great there. game, great day. It was just great. Everything about it was great. Arizona, Illinois. You were on site. You I were at there. the game. I mean, the, the atmosphere was awesome. The game was awesome. Everything about Arizona, it was. Arizona, Illinois. Yeah. Who'd you, who, did, who did Illinois play? Aaron. I went up to Hey Brad Underwood, Foles, two quarterback system. What type of challenges does that present to Kofi Coburn? Well, Arizona's got two quarterbacks who've played a lot this year, both started Scott and Foles, different type of styles. What type of challenges does that present you should for prepare who? for that? For Arizona. Arizona. 
Oh, goodness. That was great. Was Sorry, good... that, that was last Sorry, NCAA that. tournament. I, mean, I guess I'm not following the question. Playing Washington. Exactly, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> that was last year. Bill uh, <laughs> is not. It cannot be real, but it is. It can't be real. Can't be real. So you had a good game. You got some high praise. Got, People are talking I, about your European analysis. Yeah. Breaking down the Euros out there. Yeah. Was, for for once, I, I had a decent, you know, Twitter is usually just can be pretty vicious. Can be pretty JoJer vicious with you after when you, when you call a game. So <laughs> <laughs> Referencing an obscure Cleveland Brown receiver. <laughs> Joe Juravicious. My that might be the only time this calendar year he's ever been mentioned. Even by his family. All right, listen up. On Twitter, it could get pretty Joe Juravicious out there, all right? <laughs> so be careful about searching your name before, during, or after the broadcast. I don't know why I'm giving a talk to people future broadcasters but give it a matt foley i, am. I don't a, know what happened there well done but no it, it was it was fantastic game had a great day you boy you i i drove from champagne to chicago stayed at the hilton attached to o'hare and i went it up, up into my room because i had an early flight home and i watched i tried to watch a lot of the texas nebraska volleyball game and i've come to the conclusion that i have no idea what's going on in a volleyball match i stayed up uh i thought they'd sweep them and then and then they lost the third set and i went to bed because i had a flight you know had to get up early to fly out of la, la guardia, la guardia. Oh, were you in la guardia i didn't see him there. Uh, were you in the locker room i didn't see him there. <laughs> okay or are you in LaGuardia? I didn't see it. Or were you in the locker room? I didn't see him there. <laughs> or were you in O'Hare? I didn't see him there. Or were you in the locker room? I didn't see him there. <laughs> okay, so you, but you watch Texas, Nebraska go at it. A lot of sets and spikes. Hunteris! <laughs> okay, I don't know if that's how they called it or not. Uh, in fact, I will say this. Uh, John Baylor does a great job calling Husker volleyball. John Taylor? Uh, I do. <laughs> Taylor? Okay, not not I wasn't sure. Taylor. It's yeah, it's not John Taylor. Taylor? It's John Baylor. Taylor. Um, he does a really good job of he's called these games, these matches. They, they were one-time matches, another games, another sets. They've changed a lot of the terminology over the years. You, you got to keep up. It's, is it's it not a match? Up. Well, it is a match. But but when we get but into some, the nitty gritty, it's the it's a, it's the sets. Yeah, like it used to be. They won the first game, but then they go, wait, let's call it a set. Ah. And so they switched it to. I feel like they switched it to sets over the last uh, handful of years. Uh, but we love you know having having fun with Kent Pavelka and, and Greg Sharp. Uh, this is. This is really good from John Baylor. Taylor? No. <laughs> Here we go. This is uh, one of the this is the penultimate point of the match. Perfect pass set middle. And Keila Caffrey delivers another one. Kaboom! 24-20 Nebraska set four. Kaboom? I mean, that's what happens when I drop a watermelon into the turlet. Kaboom! <laughs> Kaboom! It's like NBA Jam. Kaboom! That really was is. awesome. That's good stuff. Oh. 
Uh, and then this was the final call. You heard a part of it in the open. This is John Baylor with the uh, when Nebraska. Nebraska's going to go to the Final Four. Served by Melanie Para. This time it's in. Pass made. Jack back right side. Crosey for the match. She did it. They did it. Can you believe it? Call the grandkids. Nebraska beats Texas. Nebraska takes down Texas. Your Oscar's back where they belong. The Final Four. Go celebrate, Nebraska. Go celebrate. Wow. That's good stuff. Two great parts of that. One is what I, what uh, I'm sure my parents are saying at the house when it's a holiday. Call the grandkids. <laughs> the other part is I like the going to the mic and then kind of going off mic. Right. Goes however you hit Your Oscars back where they belong. The final four. <laughs> yeah, you're like, well, where'd you go? Top. I'm back. The final four. Wait, where'd you go? Come back here. The final four. Where'd you go? Come back. Wait, John, did they get it? John, come back. Go celebrate, Nebraska. Come back. Please. Go celebrate. (laughs) Good stuff. Good stuff. No, but I was Uh, into it. I was, I watched it, was into it. It was fun. How great of a program is this? It's like every year is a reminder of just how awesome John Cook and this program are. I know. Where you just, like, the two best programs on campus, what are they right now? Volleyball and what? Well, you could say women's basketball. I mean, Amy Williams basketball. I think women's basketball is correct. Yeah. Right. Think about all the resources that are poor and attention that are given to all the other sports, but the success is Nebraska volleyball and Nebraska Women's basketball, and of course, volleyball gets tons of attention. I'm not saying it doesn't, oh, yeah. but I mean, it's one of the best. You know, the, the resources, the resources right. that are poured into the other sports for the return that you're getting on that investment. I mean, if this were a spreadsheet, the account would go, "Wait, you're getting what out of this volleyball program? Right. And you're, what are you spending on it? You're getting what? Could you multiply that by fifty, and you might actually have a profit in the universe? Isn't it amazing? I mean, yeah, you just you watch it, and I don't want to say you take it for granted. You know, because it's not like I'm – I don't want to sit here and act like I'm immersed in, in volleyball coverage 24-7, but it's just – it's pretty amazing what John Cook has built, and you just kind of – like last night, I mean, I turned it on, and I'm like, yeah, like they're – they're this game, they win it, they're going to the Final Four, and I just was – it was like, yeah, this is – this is what you expect. Yeah. This is what – this is what they do. Yeah. Yeah, they went into Texas and they uh, they won the volleyball match. Yeah, I mean, it's and now just, they're going to the Final Four. I mean, it's it's incredible. It's and you know you contract because I mean Fred Hoiberg and Nebraska basketball is really struggling, really really struggling. So I don't know. We don't even need to get into that because HolyGuacamole.com no. I think has enough information on that. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see here, Holy Guacamole. Yep, he popped up. Yep. That's yep. It. Yep. Ten straight regional finals, and now five trips to the national semifinals in the last seven years. Right? I mean, John Cook is just and, – and so it begged this question. I mean, it didn't beg it. No one ever begs the question. I'm begging you to ask it. Come on, ask the question. Come on. Ask it. Please ask it. The final four. 
Come right. back! John, come back to the mic! The final four! Uh, who should should we call on the Christmas? Call the grandkids! All right, fine. <laughs> call them. It's ridiculous. Evan Bland, Evan Bland from the Omaha World Herald, had this: Bob Devaney, Tom Osborne, John Cook. Who is your fourth member of a Huskers Mount Rushmore of coaches? All time, all sports. Wow! And this was this was quote tweeted. By Brandon, one of our listeners, with this answer. That boy will bolt up in that thing. That boy will bolt up in that thing. Yeah, love it. Two, two years in, and he's already on the He's Mount on the Mount Rushmore. Rushmore. Congratulations. You did it. Um, I mean, wh- how would you answer that question? I mean, this is a 402 We're talking about Rushmore, Husker coaches. We feel pretty confident about three. We need that fourth one from you. We're talking Cook, Devaney, Osborne. Those are the givens. Let's light up the phone lines. Here we go. I mean, seriously, I don't know how. I. Well, let's go to the let's go let's to the phone. Go to the phones. All right, let's go to the phones. All right, line one. Here we go. It is Larry in Lexington. Larry, go ahead. Yeah, thanks for taking my call here. I mean, you really got to go with Bo. I mean, Bo Pelini, nine wins. Who wouldn't kill for nine wins right now? He was fired for nine wins. We would love to have nine wins. I think even if you totaled up the last seven years, it doesn't total nine wins. Uh, Bo Pelini was terrific. He should be on the Mount Rushmore, and so should his schnoz. <laughs> Larry in Lexington with always a schnoz reference. Very good stuff. Always good to hear from Larry. Let's go to Bill. Bill and Kozad. Bill, you're on. Who should be on that Mount Rushmore for coaches in Nebraska sports history? Hey, hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm one of those guys. I'm a no-nonsense guy. I, I know you, it's, it's about winning games and all that sorts of things. But for me, it's also about, you know, doing what you got to do to be tough. So I like Doc Sadler. I know he didn't really do much, but, you know, he cried when he got let go, and that showed how much he cared. And he understood uh, the value of a 49-47 to Big Monday game against Kansas State or Iowa State or whoever he was playing. So I go Doc Sadler as a fourth guy. Thank you. All right, thank you very much, Bill. Uh, you are kind of breaking up there at the end, and by breaking up, I mean that was just a terrible take. Let's go to Linda. Linda is in North Platte. Linda, who should be on the Mount Rushmore of coaches in the history of Nebraska athletics. Well, yeah, I'm just surprised. You guys don't give a lot of love to those other sports. I don't know who the coach of the bowling team is, but it should be that person. You know how hard it is to bowl, especially when you're hammered? Ask my husband. <laughs> All right. Thank you very much, Linda. Uh, go enjoy enjoy the night there, North Platte. Thank you very much. Ooh. So we're going bowling coach. We got bowling coach, Pelini, Doc Sadler. I think we all know the answer to this question. <laughs> the answer uh, is probably probably Terry Pettit or Dave Van Horn, but uh, you know, yeah. that's how you fill a three-hour radio show. That is how, how you do it. it. That is that is how you do it. Uh, but yeah, good luck to Nebraska this week and uh, bring home another national championship. And you know, I'm sure you'll hear the volleyball school jokes. I mean, yeah, well, you know, I mean, winning. That's fine. They're, they're, yeah. that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. That's, that's fine. fine. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. Chicken Nick here. It is Husker football season, and Nick, you know what goes great with Husker football? Tailgating? Yes, uh, that is correct. What else? Touchdowns? 
Yes, all of all of that. Yes, touchdowns as well. All of that is accurate. Uh, and uh, Husker football goes great with FNBO, and now you can take both with you wherever you go. FNBO now has three new Husker Visa debit cards to choose from, free with any checking account. These are very cool designs. They've got the Nebraska in one that says GBR, another one with the tribute to the black shirts, and better yet. As a Husker fan card holder, you are automatically entered to win VIP experiences, tickets, and behind-the-scenes opportunities to Husker sporting events. They also have Creighton Blue Jays and Omaha Mavericks cards as well. Plenty of options. Whatever school you pick for your debit card, you'll also get free checks with the university logo on them. And the great thing about FNBO, when you open a checking account, free checking is just that, free. No monthly service fee, no minimum deposit, and no minimum balance requirement. It's your money, so they let you keep it. Imagine that. Yep. FNBO has been around for more than 160 years. They will be there for you with 55,000 ATMs worldwide. It's a great mix of convenience and personalized exceptional service. If you're a fan of our show, please support those who support us. And we are thrilled to partner with FNBO. Visit FNBO.com slash Schick and Nick for more info. FNBO, member FDIC. So uh, one one last thing here. Uh, I want to do a flashback here. <laughs> so Tashard Choice oh, yeah. was hired by – he's leaving for USC. Okay, He's a running back at Georgia Tech. Was with the Dallas Cowboys, and is now by when we were recording this headed to USC to join up with Lincoln Riley as an assistant. And we saw this tweet in the morning about that, and uh, the Chicken Nick Show tweeted out, uh, "Tashard made the Tashard," because <laughs> you know just like you were doing earlier about Joe Jeravicious, you know you would. You used to turn one last, a last name like, hey, there's a lot of J.T. Snow out there. Careful on the roads, right? I already did it with David Justice, uh, Travis Justice you, today. You did yeah. it today. That's right. And so to Shard Choice, he was like a popular running back back in the day for like a year or two. You know, his fantasy football. You know, if, you, if, you, if you're a football fan, you knew who Tashard Choice was. It's like a starter at one point for the Dallas Cowboys, yeah. maybe a backup. and He's doing some good things. And his late name – and his name was Tashard Choice, and so you would always say, "It's like if you, instead of saying that's your choice, you would say that's your Tashard." <laughs> and so, so when I tweeted Tashard made a Tashard, Ryan responds with extremely tough Tashard for Tashard, but he's made that Tashard, and now Tashard must live with said Tashard. <laughs> I'm sure Tashard's family, I'm sure Tashard's family will stand behind Tashard's Tashard and support it. So, and then that brings back the memory of why Tashard Choice became a huge part of our show. <laughs> and it happened when we got Bin Laden. Because that night, social media, which Twitter was still kind of new, yeah. but athletes were tweeting. And you were not on social, so no. you, were, you were a big anti-Twitter guy. Let's go back and listen. This was 2011. This is 10 years ago, this past May, when we got 
when we got Bin Laden, but to Shard Choice, because of something he tweeted, it became legendary, and it resulted in your spit take, which then, as you'll hear, we turned into, and the next day, a contest for listeners. Let's listen. This is 10 years ago. Athletes like Richard Mendenhall who tweet things that are just, if not ignorant, totally misplaced. And Mendenhall tweeted, what kind of person celebrates death? It's amazing how people can hate a man they have never even heard speak. We've only heard one side. It's just Twitter is one of the most self-absorbed creations, I think, of all time. The Osama stuff, everyone was weighing in on. It It set a Twitter record. You know, Breeze tweeted... So they have Bin Laden's body, never thought we'd see the day, figured he'd be like Hitler and commit suicide or just disappear. Uh, And then Tashar Choice tweeted this. No to catch a predator tonight. Not cool, CNBC. (laughs) (laughs) And then after some some deliberation, (laughs) Choice rethought his initial opinion. Quote, my bad, my tweet people, Osama Bin Laden being dead is better news. So what's better news, Bin Laden being the news that he's found dead or the fact that Tomboy 53 got yeah. busted by Chris Hansen? What are you doing here? Why don't you take a seat, Tomboy 53? You know there are a lot of, to go off on a terrifically unfortunate tangent, a lot of Derek Anderson moments on To Catch a Predator. <gasps> now... Tomboy 53, were you expecting to have that stuff happen when you showed up? No, no, I I didn't do that at all. It it says here in your account that we printed off that you were thinking of... That's fine, that's fine, that's fine, that's fine, that's fine. fine. A lot of Derek Anderson notes on that show. That is well done, Mr. Schick. The very next day on the Schick and Nick Show. All right, 951-1620, let's load this up, and you just tell us what this is. All right, Joey, you ready? Yep. Here we go. What does that sound? Sounds like Muddy Waters. Muddy Waters. That is incorrect. Ah! 951-1620. John, are you ready? Yep. Name that sound. Is that Nick Ball laughing? Is it Nick Ball laughing? And then Tashar Choice tweeted this. No to catch a predator tonight. Not cool, CNBC. <laughs> Now, I listened to this yesterday, and it blew me away. That'll blow out your speakers. <laughs> Congratulations. Mike says, how is that not a jet ski? <laughs> or a motorcycle. And he's off. <laughs> that one right some... there. Did you like that, that one yeah. right there. <laughs> I, didn't have, I didn't have enough air. <laughs> I didn't have enough air to begin my laugh. Ah. <laughs> I blew all my air there. I blew all the air there. So you there. blew all the air out with the spit take. <laughs> and then you had this left. Ah. <laughs> 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 one of the zone. Absolute disaster. Oh, wow. So we had to shard, the spit take, the laugh. It's just all so good. No to catch a predator tonight. Not cool, CNBC. Incredible moment. And so so if you're ever on social and you see the Chicken Nick account, someone's 
responding to sh- the Shicknick account with like not cool whatever or no whatever, not cool whatever. It's strictly because of that. That is so good. No to catch a predator tonight. Not cool, CNBC. (laughs) 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 Oh, God. So, my face. That's really good. You have KO'd me. Really good stuff. Before we get out of here, spit takes going on. What, What do you got? Before we get out of here, have you heard all of the. Uh, I guess you could say mentions that and quotes that a local sportscaster, uh, oh, our favorite, one yes, of our favorites, I don't wanna, yes, has been doing here and on her, on his local newscast. Here we go. This was uh, Kevin Suits. This was during his sportscast over the weekend, talking about Nebraska. Speaking of how great Nebraska women's basketball is, about their win streak and how long it's been. This was Kevin Suits at ten eleven discussing it. This was scripted into his sportscast. Nebraska's 9-0 start is the program's best since the 09-010 season. That year, Nebraska opened the season 30-0. So good. I mean, you have to go back to 09-010 to me. It's great. It's great. Of course, it's not the first time that Suits has done that. Uh, Suits did this during a sportscast uh, last month. Kevin, we, we had talked that maybe something could come in the next two weeks for an announcement of some sort, and uh, uh, we had to wait 48 hours after the Ohio State game. Enjoy your bye. <laughs> it's the bye weekend. All that speculation, it is done now. Nice callback. All right. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Kevin. Okay. So we're, we're, apparently there are a, a few people in the 1011 uh, newsroom there that do listen. Uh, Nicole Griffith, uh, for one, and, and others, and the newscaster there that you heard. Yes. I mean, to the point where my... My mom was watching said newscast, and she texted me because we were watching the local news, and the sports guy just said, you know, girls is the best start since 0910. He said it, too. Crying face emoji. I was like, yeah, that guy's a Shikinik fan, I think, and he did it as a <laughs> wink to us. <laughs> yeah, he didn't make the same mistake. Right. It was a... <laughs> I think Kevin's Kevin's giving a little wink, wink, nod, nod to to, to me and Matt. I mean, you have to go back to oh nine oh ten to me. Nebraska's nine and oh start is the program's best since the oh nine oh ten season. Oh, it's so good. Oh, Bill Shamert was uh, also a fan of the show, and uh, he was <laughs> he was the one that said nice callback on there. So this is a call out to anyone. If you ever quote the show in any drop, whether it's in a basketball game or a sports cast or a newscast or a weather forecast or anything. Or, or you your wedding it, vows and your wedding vows, whatever, you know, anything at all. Anything where you just want to sacrifice your job, your family or any relationship just to get a laugh for this show. Tell us about it. Yeah. Tell us about it. Send it in. We will play it. Here and uh, congratulations, as I said, to Kevin Suits. Everyone else on that list is playing for second, even though he was not nominated this year for Sportscaster. <laughs> I of the year. He's got a dozen of those awards. But if he was in the running, that would have either put him over the top or negated his efforts. To it be would have been, you know, when when someone's nominated for an Oscar, they play like a clip 
You know, it's like Tom Hanks, Castaway. It's like, Wilson! Wilson, I'm sorry! Wilson! <laughs> like Kevin Suits, Sportscaster of the Year. Nebraska's 9-0 start is the program's best since the 0-9-0-10 season. Congratulations. Then they, they cut to him. He's in the crowd in a tux, and he's very serious and nodding. <laughs> then, he, then if he wins, you know, he's, he, he brings Nicole and Bill up there with him. You know, they're all, all up there. They probably say, enjoy your bye as they walk off the stage. Enjoy your bye. Yeah, all right. Thank you, Kip. All right, Kip. So, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll take them all. That's all great stuff. Uh, great to have. Great to have everyone a part of this, whether they want to be or not. And uh, it's so worth everything. I think that's it. I think we're done. I love that we never talked about Mark Whipple, Mickey Joseph, or Donovan Rayo. All right. A couple weeks ago, I mentioned Miles Brennan as a possibility in the transfer portal. Maybe that's a possibility. Maybe that'll be fine. We'll see. Are there any other names? Are there any other names that you're hearing for? Not necessarily. Your boy's been immersed in I- Illinois and Arizona, so I haven't necessarily <laughs> been, you know, keeping the finger on the pulse for different transfer portal QBs. But Miles Brennan was the big name that that was floating around. But here's the question: If you get Donovan, but don't get Dylan. Where are we at? What are we doing here? Right? What do we, what do we you get? Dylan? You, you get Donovan to get Dylan. Dylan, if you're listening, I understand that you are class of 2024. It would behoove you to reclassify to 2022. Yes! Is there any way that you could reclassify and finish your junior and senior coursework as soon as possible. Thanks in advance. Sincerely, Matt Schick. And to that, we'll say, Dylan and everyone, enjoy your bye. I'm not happy about that. Schick and Nick. Yeah. Schick and Nick. Yeah. Schick and Nick show. Yeah. Here we go. Yes! Yes! Call the grandkids! Calm down. A Huda Media Production.